All right, as you can tell, we're out here in a little bit different uh, of a background or an environment. I have left the Phoenix warmth for the Michigan cold, and it's kind of like raining out here, uh, but uh, I could not leave 2020 without putting together a video like this. Uh, if you've been following my content at all, you would know that I spent all of 2020 on a giant quest to better myself, and I've always wanted to do one of these. So today, I'm gonna put together a top 10 things that I learned in 2020 that you can take with you into 2021, and I just kinda wanna make sure I have a video to make sure that I never forget the things that I learned in 2020. All right, so coming in at number 10 is journaling. If you don't have a journal, get yourself a journal. Actually, I bought both my brothers a journal for Christmas. Uh, it's something that I never thought that I would ever want to do. I always thought it was kind of a little bit weird. I thought it was a joke. I even wrote it down in my diary. Um, but every single day for the last couple months, I've been waking up and after I'm done running, I spend the first part of my morning just kind of writing some stuff down, things that uh, maybe some negative thoughts I want to just get off, get on the paper, get out of here, uh, or things I want to accomplish that day or goals I want to accomplish that week, that month, that year. Uh, I just find that it's pretty powerful to write stuff down. And then at night before you go to sleep, you know, check back the things you wrote in the morning and then also, you know, write down a few other things that you want to remember or a few other things you want to get off your chest. Uh, that way you can just have a clean slate leaving the night uh, and you wake up in the morning and you do it all over again. All right, number nine, create a weekly plan. Uh, every Sunday, uh, one of the, my favorite things that I do is I sit down with a cup of coffee and I look at my week and I plan the whole thing out. And I love it when a plan comes together. For the most part, I've seen some pretty aggressive plans out there. I would say mine is definitely not one of those, but what I do is I plan everything out. You know, maybe the, the content I need to put out, uh, the things I want to accomplish, the places I need to go, uh, the simple things I need to remember to buy X, Y, or Z. Um, but it just gives you a, a strong foundation heading into the week. Too many times we head into a week like it's a bar fight. Like, let's do it. Like, Man, on a golf course. You just show up, you fight it out, and you hope that you make it. And what I found is that I feel a lot more in control, a lot less stress and anxiety. If I have planned out my week, I know exactly what I'm looking to accomplish. Uh, and it's even better when you plan it and then you also execute it on it as well. All right, coming in at number eight. Do the work that makes you feel happy or fulfilled. Uh, I can't just stress enough how short life is. And if you are currently spending your time in a job or a career, that you are not enjoying, you're not excited about, and you're just dying for a paycheck. I'm gonna need you to go ahead and come in tomorrow. I would be doing everything in my power right now to begin the plan of how you transition from that to doing something that you're much more passionate about. And when I say passionate about it, it's not necessarily like chase your passion sort of thing. It's more of like find what you love to do and make a career out of that. Because if you are enjoying going to work every single day, you're gonna be more productive. And the fact that you spend I don't know, two thirds of your life at work anyway, you wanna be spending it doing something that you like to do. Uh, life is just too short. All right, number seven. This is gonna sound a little weird, but you wanna try and work out twice a day. And I don't mean full on crazy workouts. All right, here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna take all the weight on your neck. Then you're gonna jam your legs down and hyperextend your ankles and then shoot back up and lock your knees in place. Uh, what I mean is in the mornings, the best thing you can do right when you wake up is to get some sort of sweat on. So that means running, biking, um, that means elliptical, whatever it might be. Uh, get up 10, 15, 20 minutes and just get a sweat on. That's going to start your day off right. I count that as a workout. And then in the afternoon, I would always challenge you to find a time to get a second workout or as what Robin Sharma calls it, the second wind workout. So what I mean by that is you know, you right after work, you're done, you go out and do something in nature preferably. So what I've been doing recently is I go out after I'm done working and I just ride my bike and I ride it for a couple of miles and I come home. 
and you want to be connected to nature as much as possible. There's a ton of science to back that up. But if you can try and find a way just to get two workouts, whether it's two legit workouts or, you know, maybe, you know, you're running in the morning like me and then biking and then doing some workouts like squats and, you know, weightlifting in the afternoon, uh, you're just, your body's going to feel a lot better uh, and, and you're going to feel a lot better. And that's kind of the whole point of this video is to find 10 things that will help you feel better in 2021 like I did in 2020. All right, number six uh, is your nightly routine is just as important as your morning routine. I think that we hear a lot about all these awesome morning routines that all these CEOs and billionaires and geniuses are doing. Uh, but what I found is if my nightly routine is strong, my morning routine is, is good, but it's, it's not as important. And I even use my Fitbit to track my sleep at night. And the nights where I'm able to do a nightly routine, I get better sleep and the next day I feel much better. So for instance, the things that I do at night before I go to bed now, and I started doing this a couple months ago, is I try to meditate, I try to do yoga, and I try to read. I try to make sure my phone is locked away somewhere where I can't see it, I can't hear it. Uh, I'll take care of that in the morning. Um, and if I'm able to do that, those nights are great nights of sleep and great mornings after. But the nights where I'm stuck on my phone or watching TV, I wake up, I feel lethargic, sluggish, and I know I did not get a good night's sleep. So your nightly routine, just as important as your morning routine. So before we get to number five, if you're seeing any sort of value in this, please smash the like button, hit subscribe, turn on your little bell there so you get some notifications. It helps the channel grow, and hopefully it helps you receive more content that you know is valuable. All right, we're down to number five. We're, we're on to one hand here. So number five is get into meditation. Oh, um, oh, everybody sit on the floor, Indian style like me, oh. It's kind of similar to journaling. I never thought meditation would be my thing. Um, but what I have been using meditation for is every morning for basically all of 2020, I've been doing some meditation. And then towards the end of 2020, I was doing it at night as well. So I was trying to do it two times a day. Uh, but what it does is just allows you to be alone with your thoughts. We live in a world where we always have phones and computer screens and TV and, and all this stuff, a lot of distractions. And it allows you to kind of sit down, be yourself. And it's where I've come up with a lot of my best ideas, just sitting there in my thoughts. I use Headspace as like an app to make sure that I have like a guided meditation. Uh, you don't have to necessarily do that, but it's, it's pretty cheap and it's definitely worth the investment in my opinion. But the biggest reason I chose to do meditation is because for the first time in my life, I was really feeling anxiety. And if you've never felt anxiety, it's kind of hard to explain to somebody. But for those of you who have experienced anxiety, it has kind of helped me get past that or at least keep it in control. And I just feel so much better leaving a meditation session, uh, specifically around the anxiety that I was feeling uh, earlier this year. All right, number four is to limit your phone as much as humanly possible. Uh, I've done a couple of videos on this now. I'll put them around here if you want to click on those. But uh, just try and limit this as much as possible. I, I know that I sound like a, an old boomer when I say stuff like this. If I'm out to eat with friends and I can feel myself reaching for it, reaching into my pocket and to grab it and check it and just mindlessly start scrolling. I've, I've done things like delete apps off my phone and things like that, but just try and limit your cell phone as much as possible and just try and live in the real world, be amongst your friends and family as much as possible. If 2020 has taught us anything, it's that you can't take for granted you know, the relationships and experiences you get to have with your, your loved ones because you could have a global pandemic where everyone gets isolated and you're not allowed to hang out with them every single day like you could in the past. And you need to take advantage of those instead of finally getting to hang out with your friends and family and you just immediately grab your phone and you scroll Instagram the whole time. That's no bueno. So find a way to limit your phone time, whether it's having a phone jail like me or just tucking it away in a drawer at work or leaving in your car. There's a lot of different ways you can limit your phone time. I'll leave that up to you. All right, number three is fall in love with reading. Uh, 
whether you were a big reader growing up or, you know, shout out Harry Potter, that's what I was all about growing up as a kid. But I am the chosen one. Okay, sorry. Uh, or you've never been a reader, try and just fall in love with reading. Uh, it's something that I use to replace things like TV and phones and video games. And, you know, you can be like my wife who likes to read like a ton of uh, fiction and, and things like that. You can be like me where everything I'm reading, I'm trying to read to, you know, build value for myself and to try and learn something new or a new skill. Or maybe there uh, is a topic that I want to learn more about. Instead of like scrolling the internet, I just... You know, I go to the library or I rent books that cover those topics and I learn as much as I possibly can about those topics. And I find that there's really not a whole lot that replaces reading a good book. Uh, it's something that I do at night before I go to bed. I try and read for about an hour and it kind of helps me go to sleep. Um, and it's kind of like two birds, one stone. I get to replace an hour where I would have been needlessly watching Netflix with being able to learn something. I go to bed, I wake up, I read in the morning as well. I read throughout the day. Uh, it's something that I think that we all can take on in 2021 is you don't have to be as aggressive as me where I'm going to try and read like 52 books next year, but you can definitely start by reading, you know, one book a month. All right, we're coming to the end here. So number two is the majority of the money that you spend should be investing in you. Investors? Possibly you. On you, in you, of you, around you. I don't know what, how, whatever the words you can use here, but the majority of the money you spend should be on you. And I've learned in time that life is more than just buying fancy watches or custom suits or you know powerful sports cars, things like that. The majority of your money should be spent on or investing in you. And whether that's reading a, you know, buying a book to read for you then to gain knowledge, whether that's you buying an app for meditation or buying an app for working out or buying a gym membership or going to a yoga studio, or if it's even, you know, not even just the physical mental side, but it's about learning and growing. Maybe you, you know, you go to a Udemy or you go to a Skillshare or a masterclass and the money you would spend on clothes that you will wear one time, you instead spend on a new skill that you can learn, whether it's photography or app development, or maybe you want to get a certification so that way you can leave your current job and take on a new one. Maybe you want to get Salesforce certified. You want to leave your current job and become a Salesforce administrator or something, something like that. Spend the majority of your money on you. When you break down your budget, like just as a challenge, look at the, the way you spend your money. And, I, and I've broken it down. I'm going to share it a little bit on uh, in a couple of weeks here. But I broke it down to the bills, my investments, like one-time expenses that you know, do, don't do anything for me, uh, the fun that I'm having, and the money I'm spending on me and getting better uh, and investing in myself. It's just weird that... We often think about you know, having to invest in our homes and build our homes and refurbish them and, and, and upgrade them. Or we have to you know, fix our cars and we have to invest in our cars and make our cars nicer. But we really don't invest in ourselves. But we don't really invest in us. And that's kind of what our human sustainability has been all about. It's about how do I become a more sustainable human being in terms of you know, increasing my life and increasing my happiness and my fulfillment. All right, and we've come down to the big one. Number one for me is food is medicine. Uh, I have been on a crazy adventure for food. Uh, I have learned a ton. I've watched a lot of documentaries. I've read a lot of books. I've read a lot of online science journal articles. I've, I've done just about everything you possibly can when it comes to food because it, just food fascinates me. And the concept of food being medicine is so powerful to me and it just makes sense. A lot of things we do in life especially in the medical field, is just reactive. How do we find the cure for this disease? Uh, how do I get medicine for this? How do I get medicine for that? How do I get uh, injections or shots or surgeries? All these crazy things. If you really think about it, all of those problems stem from the food that you eat. That's like the very first part of that whole vicious cycle. 
And so I've learned a ton about food. I've changed the way that I eat. I changed the foods that I eat. Uh, and I think it's really important that you take a deep, long look at yourselves too, because if you're like me, I'm more concerned now about how am I going to have life longevity? How am I going to have mobility when I'm older? I'm kind of past how do I get a six pack abs? I'm thinking more now of how do I avoid all of these chronic illnesses that a lot of my loved ones have you know, fallen to? And the easy answer to that is the food that you eat. I'm okay spending a little bit more to get the highest quality of food. I'm okay spending a little bit more if it means that the foods that I'm putting into my body, again, like I said, number two, investing in me is going to give me a return on my investment, which is added life and not only added life years, but actual you know, added life in terms of what I'm able to do in those years. So food as medicine has become very important to me. There you have it. Those are the 10 things that I learned uh, in 2020. It is freezing out here in Michigan. I'm sure that uh, maybe back when I lived here, I wouldn't have thought that. But right now, being from Arizona, it's pretty cold. So I'm going to get out of here. But again, if you can, if you found value, if you liked any of this stuff or you want to learn more about these things heading into 2021, I'm doubling down on the channel. I'm doing everything I can to learn and then share and then grow. Uh, That's the whole point of all this. So uh, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button below, uh, hit the little bell so you get notifications whenever a new video comes out. I really appreciate it. If you'd like to go back and look at any of the more recent videos that I've done, a lot of them have been around the 10 things that I learned, so we go a lot more in depth. Uh, I'm sure I'll, I'll put a couple here at the end of the video for you to kind of click on to keep it rolling. So uh, have a very safe uh, New Year's Eve. Don't wait until January 1st to have a resolution. If if you do want to make a change in your life, make the change today. Make the change right when you leave watching this video. Uh, Your future self will thank you. Uh, Not a scientist or a doctor, just a normal guy on a quest to better himself.